world hunting down books for other people. That meant talking fast and getting his hands dirty. He needed good reflexes, patience, and a prodigious memory to recall the exact dusty corner of an old man's shop where a book, now worth a fortune, lay forgotten. His clientele was small and select. A couple of dozen book dealers in Milan, Paris, London, Barcelona, and Lausanne, the kind that sell through catalogues. They make only safe investments and never handle more than 50 or so titles at any one time. High-class dealers in early printed books for whom thousands of dollars depend on whether something is parchment or vellum or three centimetres wider in the margin. Jackals on the scent of the Gutenberg Bible, antique fair sharks, auction room leeches. They would sell their grandmothers for a first edition. But they receive their clients in rooms with leather sofas. Views of the Duomo or Lake Constance, and they never get their hands or their consciences dirty. That's what men like Corso are for. Corso took his canvas bag off his shoulder and put it on the floor by his scuffed Oxfords. He stared at the framed portrait of Raphael Sabatini that stands on my desk. I was pleased, because most visitors paid Sabatini little attention, taking him for an aged relative. I waited for Corso's reaction. He was half smiling as he sat down, a youthful expression, like that of a cartoon rabbit in a dead-end street, the kind of look that wins over the audience straight away. In time I found out that he could also smile like a cruel, hungry wolf and that he chose his smiles to suit the circumstances. He was born with the gift of laughter, I quoted, pointing at the portrait of Sabatini, and with a feeling that the world was mad. Corso nodded slowly, and deliberately. I felt a friendly complicity with him, which, in spite of all that happened later, I still feel. From a hidden packet, he brought out an unfiltered cigarette that was as crumpled as his old overcoat and corduroy trousers. He turned it over in his fingers, watching me through steel-rimmed glasses set crookedly on his nose under an untidy fringe of slightly graying hair. As if holding a hidden gun, Corso kept his other hand in one of his pockets, a pocket huge and deformed by books, catalogues, papers, and, as I also found out later, a hip flask full of bowls gin. And this was his entire inheritance. Corso completed the quotation effortlessly, then settled himself in the armchair and smiled again. But to be honest, I prefer Captain Blood. With a stern expression, I lifted my fountain pen. You're mistaken. Scaramouche is to Sabatini what the Three Musketeers is to Dumas. I bowed briefly to the portrait. He was born with the gift of laughter. In the entire history of the adventure serial, no two opening lines can compare. That may be true, Corso conceded. Then he laid the manuscript on the table in a protective folder with plastic pockets, one for each page. It's a coincidence that you should mention Dumas. Corso pushed the folder toward me. The text was in French. There were two types of paper, both discoloured by age, one white and the other pale blue. The handwriting on each was different. On the white pages it was small and spiky. The handwriting of the blue paper in black ink also appeared on the white pages, but as annotations only. Interesting. Where did you find it? Corso scratched an eyebrow, no doubt calculating whether he needed to provide such details. The result was a third facial expression, this time the innocent rabbit. Around, through a client of a client, I see. 
Of course, he added, I'll give you names if you request them. I answered that it wouldn't be necessary, which seemed to reassure him. He adjusted his glasses before asking my opinion of the manuscript. I turned to the first page. The title was written in thick, capital strokes. Le Vin d'Anjou. I read aloud the first few lines. Après de nouvelles presque désespérées du roi, le bruit de sa convalescence commençait à se reprendre dans le camp. I couldn't help smiling. Corso indicated his approval, inviting me to comment. Without the slightest doubt, I said, this is by Alexandre Dumas-Père, the Anjou wine, chapter 40-something, I seem to remember, of the Three Musketeers. Chapter 42, confirmed Corso. Is it authentic? Dumas' original manuscript, I asked. That's why I'm here. I want you to tell me.